0: for the win Good! welcome to Lockdown Women's basketball I'm your host Howard Megdalver remind you you can follow us on Twitter. At Locked On WBB, make sure you're listening to all my amazing colleagues, Eric Ayala and Amy Aldebert and Gabe Ibrahim, doing really great work covering the amazing world of women's basketball. Locked On Women's Basketball is brought to you, and this is not going to be a surprise, by Built Bar. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. Six new flavors, Caramel Brownie, Cookies and Cream, Cherry barcia, Lemon Almond Cheesecake, Carrot Cake, Apple Almond Crisp. I'll tell you, everything that Built Bar is doing is getting the praise of my mom, who is so excited about the fact that Built Bar is a sponsor of Lockdown Women's Basketball. She loves the 12 Originals, don't get me wrong. Coconut, almond, raspberry, German chocolate, double chocolate, a particular favorite. Built Bar is great for the health-conscious person. Peanut butter has 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, and only 5 grams net carbs. But I'm telling you, the new Built Bar package comes. My mom goes crazy about it. She can't wait to order make sure she doesn't run low. Enjoy it as well. Don't just enjoy it. Use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order. And remember, most important, tell them Grandma Myrna sent you. So there's a lot to unpack when we think back to last week's WNBA draft. I think the Dallas Wings did extremely well, bringing in Multiple bids, making sure that they have perimeter depth covered as well. A lot to like in what they did. I think the Los Angeles Sparks did very well. I think it's hard to say that the Seattle Storm did well with the trade they made of the number one overall pick for Katie Lou samuelson And I come at this from a little bit of a holistic view that includes the fact that I am bullish on Katie Lou Samuelson's WNBA career. But you have to keep in mind, it wasn't just trading Katie Lou, for the, or trading the number one pick for Katie Lou. It was trading the number one pick and potentially four years on a rookie deal in a league where the salary cap is tight enough that a lot of teams are going with 11 instead of 12 players for what is effectively two years of Katie Lou's rookie contract, assuming you pick up the option, which I would figure they would, given the quality of player that she is. And so the question is really, was it truly the case that nobody in this draft and that player's next four years was worth as much or more than two years of Katie lewis Samuelson, And there's enough talent in this draft that I'm hard-pressed to believe that is the case. Those was just something that bears watching when we think back, sort of an under-the-radar aspect of the 2021 WNBA draft. But my main topic today, before I turn things over to the avail we had with her, is Arela Garantes at Rutgers? And I know you're saying, Oh, Howard, how hard is it to get you to talk about a Northeast kid who played in Jersey? And the answer is not hard. But I, I just want to talk about the numbers and the player and the background to try and make sense of why Arela Garantes, who I believe was a top three player in this draft, if you do know, based on resume, makeup, you name it, ended up going 22nd overall. And you hear a lot of different things. And there are questions of how our interviews went. Questions about, you know, was there something going on medically? You know, um, there's speculation that I think is unwise and unfair, but makes logical sense as to why people are bringing these things up. Because anybody who saw Rela Garante's play at Rutgers cannot conceive of the idea that she should have gone 22nd in the 2021 WNBA draft. It boggles the mind. I'm boggled. And I've spoken to lots of people about this in and outside the league. And my mind is still boggled. I have not been unboggled by what I have heard. Still boggled. let's talk about why. And I'm going to give you as a comparison another highly regarded college player who slipped in the draft. And that was Megan Gustafson who ended up going in the second round of the 2019 WNBA draft. And I remember watching her in the green room. This was back in olden times when you did things live instead of on Zoom. I remember... Her setting her jaw and being determined to say she was in to go prove a lot of people wrong. And I have to say, she did. You know, she was a second-round pick, but she ultimately, though she was cut originally, made the Dallas Wins roster, became a contributor. But the problems with Megan Gustafson's game were obvious. They were ones even she understood. I remember talking to her about this after she fixed them. She played in Iowa for Lisa Bluter, and she was a traditional five for Lisa. You might have seen a Mike and Drill now and again on Twitter. And the league is moving towards bids being versatile. And this is the reason why Natasha Mack draft, dropped to 16. I actually asked Natasha Mack about this after, about her ability to stretch the floor, and she said she wasn't asked to do it at Oklahoma State. But she is very capable, she says, and listen, Stroud to style getter in practice. They'll be able to find out right away. Let her defend Candace, let Candace defend her. We'll get some answers pretty fast. So will James Wade. I just don't get him faster than we will. Sadly, those will be closed practices for us in the media. But the bigger issue there was, what kind of fit do you have at the WNBA level? And so there were real questions that Gustafson had to answer, went out, built her game, fixed them, and she's done so. There are no questions like that for Arella Garantes. There are no questions like that. Arella Garantes is a big guard, a big guard. Her size is going to allow her to play defensively against the ones and the twos. To be able to handle playing point guard. She came back to school and she elevated her assist percentage from 20% as a junior to 27.3% as a senior. 134th in the country. This despite the fact that she was not their primary point guard. She was playing in a backcourt with Diamond Johnson who was handling a lot of the ball handling responsibilities. She does not turn the ball over. 15.1% is a senior turnover percentage. 137 is a junior. 11.5% is a sophomore. She doesn't turn the ball over. She is incredibly efficient at grabbing steals. North of a 2% steal percentage each of her final three years. 2.9% as a senior. She blocked shots like a big... She's got a block percentage of 5.8% as a senior. It was up over 3.8% as it had been as a junior. That's a growth curve. She finishes at the rim, and she shoots threes. The three-point percentage was 37.8% as a senior after 385 as a junior. The real question you'd ask yourself is what doesn't Arella Garantes do. And there's no answer to that. She is, in many ways, the most complete player of all the perimeter players out there in the draft. I mean Chelsea Dungey is up there, and Chelsea Dungey is legit. And we'll talk about her. We've talked about her before, I've written about her. I'm going to talk about her a lot. Big, big, big fan of Chelsea Dungey. This is take nothing away from her, nothing away from Charlie Collier, who is as complete an interior player as you're ever gonna see come into this league. Since Asia Wilson, certainly. Watch out for Charlie Collier. I don't have to tell you that. If you listen, you know that already. Erla Grondish makes her free throws in an 86.8% rate. She gets to the free throw line on a regular basis. So that's her. That's Arella. On the court. But what are you getting off the court? Well, Larela Garantes was eligible to go into the draft last year and was widely considered she would have been a top six pick. She chose to return to Rutgers. And I quote, this is from a Chris Eisman story back in November. The thing is, it was harder for me to stay. I have to swallow that pill every day. In practice, it's difficult sometimes because you're so close, but you're so far. But other than that, I feel like I made the right decision. Also, I wanted to experience this team and actually be a leader that's passing down a bunch of information. Just consider what Arella Garantes did. She came back to a college that does not coddle. You do not play for C. Vivian Stringer because it's easy. You play for C. Vivian Stringer because it's hard. Here's Coach Striner on her. She's come back with a vengeance. Same article. Her mindset is what is. she wants to be the best that there possibly can be. She's come back for what she would say is unfinished business. Came back and was as good as anybody in that Big Ten. And there were a lot of good players in that Big Ten. A lot. Diamond Miller plays in that Big Ten. Kaitlyn Clark plays in that Big Ten. Nas Hillman plays in that Big Ten. Garantes held her own with all of them. All of them. She came back. She put in the work. She is an elite offensive player, an elite defensive player. And as you're about to hear, she spoke on Draft Night about the fact that other teams passed her up. But let's not overlook. The Los Angeles Sparks passed on her at 7 and 10. They took her at 22. She has something to prove to even the team that drafted her. It is my belief that she will. It is my belief that she can help that Los Angeles Sparks team right away, that she will make that team, And that wherever she ends up in this league, she will contribute. But I think we're going to look back in wonder about Arella Garantes lasting until 22 in this draft. This is Howard Magdal. You're listening to Lockdown Women's Basketball. Here's what Arella had to say on draft night.
1: Are joined. We're going to start with Sue Faber and then Denise Gonzalez. Once again, first two questions in order for Arebella Delantes. We're going to Sue Faber
2: and Denise Gonzalez.
1: Yeah, hey, how are you? All right, we're going to jump right into question and answer, so thank you for giving us your time. And our first two questions in order will come from Sue Ava and then Denise Gonzalez. Sue.
2: Hey, hi, Rella. Nice to see you and uh, looking forward to seeing you here in L.A. all the way 3,000 miles away from where you are. Um, What... Uh, who, uh, is there anyone you're looking forward to to being in the camp with? And um, what have you had a chance to look at the the team so far and maybe think about what you could bring to the Spartans this year? Um, yeah. I um, you know I have records along with really. So I'm excited to hear the um, you knowledge she has for me and the advice she has for me. Um, from, you know, going undrafted and, um, meeting a WNBA All-Star MVP, so, um, she knows what it takes to last and survive bond, beat politics, so I really have, uh um, you know, a number of questions for her, and I've already spoken to her as my sister, so I'm excited to try and get the training kit and ball out with her, um, and as for the, the roster and, the you know, I know, LA likes to run up and down. We like to open the floor. Um, And that's what a lot of both teams, obviously, do. Their game is with that the core level. So I feel like I would just sit right in with um, the spacing and be able to score and also just play defense because I love playing defense too. So it's really fun. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you. Uh, as
1: I mentioned, we have just a few moments with Arella, so we have about three more questions. We're going to go uh, to uh, Gonzalez, then Kevin Maher, Kevin Maher, and then Doug Feinberg. So Denise Gonzalez, if you
2: would. Hi, Denise from the W here. Congratulations to me. Um, my question to you is, I know that you had some training with Dennis Smith Jr., and I know he came out with his own shoe. What is your favorite pair of shoes to wear on the court? Do you ever collaborate with Dennis Smith Jr.? Um, personally, that's, yes, um, uh, working out with Dennis this is, is a very, uh, a, a great blessing. You know, a got physicality to me challenged me. Um. and we had a lot of fun. Um. Uh, so, my favorite shoes to wear would probably be, uhm, Ty Fenham uh, and Adidas, and I'm accustomed to their shoes now, but I'm an all-time favorite shoe to wear. would probably be in high school. I really love them. That's um, what um, But also, I know uh, Dennis, he's coming out the me, you know, creating his own path. I love transmitters. I love people that, you know, go against status quo um, and make their own path. So, of course, you know, I would definitely support, not only a friend, but a transmitter. Thank you. All right, thank you. Uh,
1: next two questions on that. We're going to start with Kevin Mayer and Kevin with uh, a... Uh, Kevin, we're up with it all.
2: Hey, Reynolds. Kevin from New 12 again. Great to see you. Congratulations. Uh, obviously, I probably had to wait a little
1: longer than you expected. What was the wait like for you? And did the moment
2: still live up to what you thought it was going to be? Um, so that was fine. Um... Yeah, well, it was terrifying. Um, it was just a bunch of emotions flying around. at the not know um, because we, we talked to coaches and, you know, they're selling you the dream. And um, so, you know, to not see, you know, something happen from the other side of the and um, just being kind of left out on the island, um, I can't say I'm not used to it. <laughs> um, But... You yeah, it's, it's okay. Um, God, God has a plan for me, and he doesn't, he doesn't play about me at all. So, you know, let me choose that out. That's fine. All
1: right. Thank you, Kevin.
2: And, Arella, we have one
1: more question for you. That's going to come from Doug I think it's, it's Doug. Hey, Arella, it's good to see you again. Doug Feinberg, DAP. Um... I'm guessing you use this as motivation. Coach Fisher, just on his press conference, said he was thrilled that you were still available for him at that pick. And just he's was so ecstatic and he have a chance to draft you and potentially coach you. Just how much of this is this going to motivate you falling to where you did to against other teams to make it to WMK? Um, I didn't need any more
2: motivation. That was it. Um, so definitely poked a nice little bear Um, so definitely don't get picked at the park in your last pick and you you know you can play if somebody took a chance um, I'm I'm grateful for the chance that I have Um, but yeah I'm definitely I don't need any more motivation for sure alright well hey,
1: thank you so much and congratulations thank you